Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. It's good to be here this morning and I'm so excited to speak to you what I believe the Lord wants to do today and encourage us. If you would turn with me, um, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 33, I'm going to read verse 24 and 25. I want to give honor this morning to your pastor, Brother Boyd. And Sister Boyd, they're not here, but it is such a high honor to speak in his absence. I know he's traveling, so praying for his safety. And um, I also, I thought about this. You know, I, I honor him and his great position, but I would like to honor this church and thank you for your sacrifice and your sharing him with the entire state of Florida. So thank you so much. I know that that can be difficult having your pastor travel and and not be here. And trust me, I get to talk with him on that side of things, and he would love nothing more than to be here. And so it, it pains him to, to be absent. But I thought about this verse. I thought this was applicable. I just want to share this with you, the church. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 says, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. So God remembers. He remembers when we give. He remembers when we sacrifice. And you may not realize it, but you are, by extension, ministering to this entire district, this entire state of Florida, with your sacrifice of, of giving Brother Boyd and Sister Boyd. So God remembers that, and God's going to bless this church because of that. I truly believe that. He's going to bless your families. He's going to bless this church as a whole. So, so remember that when he's not here, it's a sacrifice to you, but God remembers, and he's, he's going to bless you for that. So I honor you this morning, Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Thank you for giving. Thank you for giving of Brother Boyd. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 24 and 25. In Asher... And of Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren and let him dip his foot in oil. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass. And as thy days, so shall thy strength be. And as thy days, so shall thy strength be. I want to draw my thought today from the ending of that verse number 25. And my title today is his strength is perfect. His strength is perfect. Can we just lift our hands and just magnify the Lord today? Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful service. Thank you for all these wonderful people who are here to lift you up, that have made their way to your house today. We ask, God, that you would anoint your word, that your word would be powerful and anointed, that it would encourage us today, and that we would leave here changed and different, our faith elevated, and we'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, everybody said 
Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. I don't remember the exact year that this happened, but it was maybe the third or fourth grade, so it was a long time ago. It was a ways back, but I can still vividly remember this instance in my mind. I was in science class. We were studying science, and our teacher, at the front of the classroom, he had a five-gallon bucket, and he had a lid on top of it. It was closed, and there was a thick rope latched from one end of the bucket to the other along the top, making a handle. And inside this bucket, this five-gallon bucket, there was a mysterious substance. I don't remember what it was, and I don't remember if he if he told us at the time, but the point of the exercise, the reason he had the bucket up front is he was going to do an experiment. He was proving to us students in the class, it didn't matter who it was, no matter uh, who came up and tried and how hard we tried, there would be nobody, no matter how strong we thought we were, there would be nobody in this class that would be able to successfully lift the bucket off of the ground. So I sat there, and I remember watching one by one as my classmates tried and failed to lift the bucket. We'd all laugh at at their feeble attempt to lift this bucket. It was heavy, and it wouldn't even budge, wouldn't move an inch. I mean, you wouldn't even see it begin to move. Each one approaching the bucket with confidence. You'd see them walk up believing that they would be able to do it, only to turn around and walk away in shame and failure. Then it was my turn. It was my turn. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I was, for most of my childhood, I'm pretty average height now, but at, you know, I hit an early growth spurt, I suppose. So I was taller than most kids through grade school. So I, you know, I kind of carried myself as such, and I thought I was stronger than all the other kids. So that's probably why, but, but I felt like in this moment that I could do it. I felt like they, they were all just a bunch of weaklings and that I somehow possessed the strength to get up and, and move this immovable object in, in front of the, the entire class. I, I, figured out, I figured that somehow, in some way, I would be able to lift it, even if it was just the, the shortest distance, just a little inch, I would be able to prove my strength before my peers. And I can remember approaching the obstacle before me, that powerful five-gallon bucket. And my imagination began to run wild. My heart began to race. I could already see in my mind's eye the swooning of the young ladies present in the class that day as I lifted that bucket. I could already see and sense the envy of all the other young men in my age group wondering how is he that strong and what am I doing wrong in my life that, that I'm not that strong. I could, I could already hear the cheers preparing myself to be lifted, hoisted upon the shoulders of all the kids and carried out of the classroom in triumph and celebration. I can still see vividly as I approached the five-gallon bucket, wrapped my fingers around that thick rope and began to pull with all of my might I pulled nothing. I pulled again nothing. And I can still see my arm 
shaking and trembling, trying my best to lift the bucket. Meanwhile, nothing happened. Then, just as everyone before me, the long walk back to my desk, I had failed. I was no different than anybody else in the classroom. I realized in that moment that I was not as strong as I thought I was. I couldn't handle the weight of that five-gallon bucket. There was nothing special about me in that moment. There was nothing that separated me from everybody else. I was just like them. Now, this is a, an example, and I'm sure we all have examples of moments on the job or moments in the classroom, maybe in life, where physically you realized your limitations. Physically, you realized you just couldn't handle it. I was talking with Brother Justin before the service today, and we were discussing long work hours. And as you get older in life, I know I'm still a young man, but I'm getting to that point where I've got to get home and, and get to bed by a certain hour. Or I'm just no good. Anybody with me? Some people can stay up all night and work all day and, and hardly sleep at all. That's not me. I used to be able to do some of that, but not anymore. You start to realize just how limited you are physically. Amen? Well, there have been times in my life where not of a physical nature, but I've come up against tough situations, things that, 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 are, that, that are stormy seasons, if you will, in life, and disappointing news and reports and things going on in the family or things going on at the job or turmoil in the church and situations that I've tried to handle on my own only to realize I'm not strong enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not equipped for this fight by myself, on my own. It's in these situations, in these seasons of life that I have learned his strength is perfect strength. Where I'm weak, he is strong. Where I can't handle the fight, God is willing and able and more than equipped to step into the situation and make a difference. Psalm 121 says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. I have come to testify today. I've come to know that my help and my strength comes from the Lord. My strength comes from God, not from anything this world has to offer, not from any class or any diagnosis, but it comes supernaturally from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Let's put our hands together and thank God for his strength. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. 
For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.